0: Hey, this is Sid
1: and Elijah Wang, Lodge for Short
0: of Run That Back
1: with an analysis of film, music, and all other forms of media from an enthusiast point of view. We hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy. Welcome all to another episode of your favorite podcast, the Run That Back Podcast. And this week we are back with an album review spin a little bit of time, not too long since we have reviewed Yeba's Dawn. but we are back with Adele's 30. As everyone knows, Adele is mega super pop star so needs no introduction. Um, and this is her what fourth studio album. She has 19, 21, 25, 30. So yeah, a great album, a great listen. Um, I thought it was a very sonically interesting album. And lyrically, lyrically, I thought it was pretty on par with what Adele does. Like, I think she I think lyrically she's kind of like the themes are different, but like she's pretty, you know what you're going to get with Adele. Um, So but I think sonically, this album is great. I love it sonically. Um, and it's uh, about an hour it's 13 tra- 12 tracks excuse me um Adele is not one to give you a super long album she gives you 12 tracks which I think is like the perfect album length like 12 to 14 tracks like I think that is a good album length I think about an hour of listening time so I really appreciate that with her because um you know 19 I think is like 11 tracks 11 or 12 21 is like 12, 13, 25 is, I think, like, 12, and then this one is 12 as well, um, so, yeah, do you have any thoughts about this album upon your first listen, first couple of listens?
0: Um, yes, I am a huge fan of Adele, actually, um, I kind of fell off at 25, but, uh, I was listening to her, uh in middle school when she had 19 i was just yeah. like oh my gosh she's this british lady i had a thing for the brits for a minute and i mm-hmm. feel like i've said that on the podcast <laughs> <before>. <laughs> but i typically really like british like soul poppy singers um yeah, for whatever soul. reason
1: that's what they call it the, blue um, they- the blue-eyed soul I that. <laughs> that's what they call it <laughs> but i
0: like, like and leah and though and she's black so that's why okay, i said yeah. like, poppy soul yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i got you um and karen bailey ray and everything mm-hmm. anyway so yeah, I I just was looking forward to this, especially because she kind of promoted it as you know older you know thirties
1: mm-hmm. women
0: that have been through therapy, and I said yeah, okay, yeah. sounds like relatable content. <laughs> um, so I was really excited for that, and then she grabbed me by my neck, and I couldn't listen to the album because <laughs> my little love. Yeah, I was that at work, girl. like oh, the album came out, let me listen, and I was about to cry, and I said whoa. You know, mommy doesn't like. Like, I like you, right?
2: I'm holding on.
0: I wasn't expecting so much transparency uh you mentioned her songwriting i think she often has very deep lyrics and it's very um i i feel as though she's very open with her Mm -hmm. lyrics like she just Mm -hmm. like says what is to be said yeah um but her adding the track with her son speaking with her and then the deep emotions that she was putting into the song about like struggling With being a mother, I said, oh, okay. That kind of album. Um, but it kind of like leveled out a little bit. And sonically for me, it was a little disjointed to me in terms of the inspiration because there was like that like kind of 50s inspiration, like um. Mm strangers by nature was giving me the classic disney or uh wish upon a star
1: well one second let's i we didn't do the the track listing you want to do the track listing real quick i'll uh, hold that thought so the track listings are stranger by nature strangers by nature excuse me easy on me my little love cry your heart out oh my god can i get it i drink wine all night parking woman like me hold on to be loved love is a game 12 tracks go
0: ahead <laughs> um she had a country moment mm-hmm. strangers by nature reminded me of like the 50s with kind of like that classic disney wish upon a star um and then all night parking had me nervous because there was a little heavy bass and i said not her gonna give us a rap sing <laughs> a rap thing and thank god she did not mm-hmm. um so yeah it was a, a little interesting um to me for that because i didn't feel like i was like understanding the overall like genre or the foundation of the you know the sound um but i think that can also speak to obviously different emotions and i think these songs are about specific moments um that she's reflecting upon so you can argue that well you know this heartbreak deserved country this you know um and i'm not a fan of country so that's probably also what that stuck out to me so much but yeah it was a little interesting but i just think her songwriting is what sells me um, and then she always loves to end on a choir. She mm-hmm. <laughs> loves to end on a choir. So the last two songs, you know, you had your choir coming in and everything. So it was very much um classic Adele, but I did see that she did have some newer things that she explored because I think she also tried to tell something, this is different. I've never sounded like this. Personally, for me, I wouldn't say that, but I did see her experimenting. So I enjoyed that to see how she's gonna continue to grow.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think the can I get it was the the country moment that I think you're talking about and there's definitely that that whistle thing that like is like really popular in country music right now. Let
2: me let me just come and get it. Can
1: I get it? Um, I think that for me was like the not jarring but it was like the newest new sound that I've like heard with her like it was it caught me by surprise I was like oh this is different for Adele um, because usually you get like a power ballad moment or something really somber or something really slow slow tempo mid tempo um but you don't forget like a, a country moment there um, so yeah I can agree um, I do I personally like a disjointed album I like when an album is all over the place it's giving it just gives me eclecticness um, so I yeah. enjoy that very much uh, I, I, like- I just
0: Always like there's a middle ground like yeah I I think what helps for me is if there's more than one song that has like if she Got had me. another song that had a country inspiration I would have like taken it more but I hate when it's just one song with a different sound it just throws me off and I don't like when an album sounds too much the same across the board but then I also don't like when I'm feeling like oh this is ooh, like I don't want to be shocked when I'm listening to an album right, so right. that's personally for me that's why i was kind of like um okay sure
1: (laughs) so speaking of tracks do you have a track um or tracks that you um enjoy that stand out to you on this album
0: yeah um i'd say my favorite are my little love woman like me and all night parking
1: yeah you? very good choices um definitely number one for me is my little love i don't know why because i'm talking sad as hell (laughs) but I play it all the time I'm like oh this is just so good this song is um, good yeah, I love I love that song like you had mentioned um it does have like the little voice memos and with like intertwined throughout the song mm-hmm. um and she actually talks about that in her she does an interview with Apple Music um and the interviewer's name is Zane Lowe so Mm. they talk about um just like go through track by track and the inspiration for it all and she actually talks about the um my little love track and she talks about how her therapist kind of told her to like um a voice record herself when she was talking to her son about you know the divorce and all that stuff and because she was feeling paranoid and nervous and anxious that she was kind of spilling too much tea to her son she was like i didn't want to she was like i needed to find like a middle ground on how to talk to him about it and he was an adult and so the the therapist has suggested well why don't you record yourself um and then play it back see what you're saying that way you know like if you're crossing that boundary of you know yeah what you should say to a child and what you shouldn't say and she said she didn't feel like she crossed that boundary every but you know she uses those some of those um some of those voice memos in the song and I think it just helps make the song so much more impactful um but outside of that track I also enjoy um cry Your heart out which follows my little love I drink wine is a good one um woman like me hold on Those are some of my favorite. And I actually do enjoy Strangers by Nature. Um, I think that's a I think it's a good opener. And you did mention that 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 um Disney channel vibes. I think it gives like old Hollywood. Like I'm definitely I I just saying my yeah. It's like a whimsical, very Yeah,
0: it's it's really cool. I I enjoy it too. and that's what I'm saying. I was like, well, this is really interesting. Yeah, and for sure. I think she puts that theme as well in Cry Your Heart Out, like mm-hmm, that kind mm-hmm. of like tin canny yep. distance, you know, that um, interesting choices that she makes there with the the background vocals. I think that ties that together as well.
1: Definitely. Um, so yeah, the, the album, when she did her interview, um, and I know like on Twitter when the album was coming out, she was like, there was like a lot of clips of her that were very... Um, Viral, and you know, someone asked, like, what the album's about, and she was like, Divorce, babe, Divorce. Uh, <laughs> 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 and so she says in one of her in- interviews that, you know, obviously the divorce was part of that what inspired the album, but that she didn't want to put that all into the album. And we kind of talked about that um, with the Yabba album. We talked about how Mm Yabba didn't want to put insert, you know, her mom's death into her music, but with, you know, and I had mentioned like some artists do like to insert, like when they're going through a hard time, they like to put that Mm -hmm. stuff in their music um, because it helps them. know it's a release and it's 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 it's, um a creative outlet and so i think we do get some of that with the album um but it's not like sat like the whole album isn't i don't i don't personally feel like it's saturated with information about the divorce and the breakup now i definitely do think there's a lot of processing but it's more like just like the different steps of you know what you know going through a breakup is like um yeah but you mentioned the the different emotions that you go through and i think i think that um is very evident in the album for sure yeah
0: a good theme what other themes stuck out
1: um i think processing um -hmm. that stuck out for me um coping as uh, you know she she definitely had some i drink wine <laughs> moment mm-hmm. um and just like being sad like being yeah sad. like she definitely was a sad bunny for a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think you know she there are probably moments when she still feels like she's going um or when she is sad for sure but yeah what about yourself or do you have any other things that you picked up on?
0: Yeah, for me, like a broken love, like you're saying a breakup, um, but a broken love is a big theme, obviously, within a woman like me, as well as how you can kind of like have that brokenness within yourself, like in my little love when she's like, I don't know, I feel kind of lost or I feel like I don't know what I'm doing, you know, that's like your distrust in yourself um, and definitely being a theme as well as um, just like motherhood and her identity, like she talks a little bit about um how she is the singer how she's a mother how she's to be a partner and everything for sure so like she said very grown woman uh yeah um, yeah vibes yeah, theme for sure. and yeah
1: and even in another interview she some she said when she like first got or when she first like was going to the studio going to her producers to talk about making a new album they were talking they were like bringing up tiktok and she was like yeah that's cute but like i that's not for me like why would they say that
0: to adele that's so weird i'm not
1: trying to be out here appealing to the 14 year olds that are on tiktok like um she said they all have parents they all have moms and you know par- parents who are going through grown people shit and she's like i want to sing to them so that's what this album's going to be about and you know by virtue of their parents they'll they'll figure out who i am you know but i'm not trying to appeal to the 14 year old tiktok crowd it's just not
0: not at all that's not anything she ever talks about you know, though exactly. and like you said she's usually like a ballot type of person mm-hmm. most of the time I'm like, what can you do to an Adele song? Though, of course, they turned that into a joke with uh, doing oh, yeah. the <laughs> body choreography
1: <Yes>. <laughs> with the Mega nostalgia meme. No,
0: she's livid. Like, mm-hmm. how did you find a way to do this? which is hilarious but um so we talked about like all our favorite songs and everything and I know you've liked to talk about your favorite lyrics so I want to know like your favorite lyrics that jumped out and what song it's from
1: um so I actually have two I think I drink wine I enjoy that song a lot there's a line that goes listen I know how low I can go I give as good as I get listen
2: I know how low I
1: You know, I think in a lot of relationships, some people feel like they give a lot more um, than their partner gives them back in return. And I think that that can often lead to, you know, the the decline of a relationship because you start to feel drained. You start to feel like I'm doing too much and I'm not receiving um, what I feel like I'm giving to you. So, you know, obviously that, that kind of thing can be solved with communication, but it's also one of those things that you have to, that that the person has to be open and willing to receive said communication. And sometimes Mm -hmm. if that's not happening, then it's a lost cause. so I've, I enjoyed that line very much. And then, um, and Woman Like Me, I also enjoy the lines, we come from the same place, but you'll never give it up. It's where they make you feel powerful. That's why you think I make you feel small, but that's your projection. It's not my rejection. I put my heart on the line for the very first time.
2: We come from the same place. But you will never give it up. It's where they make you feel powerful. That's why you think I make you feel small. But that's your projection. It's not my rejection. I put my heart on the line for the very first time.
1: Yeah, so I th- I think, you know, she that she, yeah, she was over it. She was like, yes, <laughs> But I'm doing the most. And then there's another line in there where she's like, now that I know what I can give a person, somebody else is going to get that love. But Yeah, then, like
0: she's Ooh. like, I know, now I know how my heart can love. And <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So for yes, her for like re- making that realization, because in the I interview can- on Apple Music, she talks about how some people stay in relationships because. Yes, couldn't be me. I feel like it just is what it is. And that's
0: why she's my Taurus Queen. I forgot to <laughs> shout out the Taurus energy because I feel it in this album.
1: Absolutely. Songs
0: that I really like. Like I think it's just in the way that she processes.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like
0: very relatable for me mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is scary mm-hmm. so my choice of course is woman like me as well and um i kind of she says more lyrics in between but the mm-hmm. two parts of this that stuck out is when she says complacency is the worst trait to have mm-hmm. are you crazy mm-hmm. and then consistency is the gift to give for free
1: mm-hmm. it
0: is the key mm-hmm. when i tell you i want to scream <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
1: complacency
2: is the worst trait to have are you crazy you ain't never had ain't never had a woman like me it is so sad a man like you could be so lazy consistency is the gift to
0: give for free and it is key because it's not hard it's not hard but oh my god like i literally could write a whole freaking essay about this because it's not hard but it's about like like self-awareness as well as do you want to give that to somebody and people be swearing that they can give consistency and this this and that and that but your actions are showing none of it and i feel like (laughs) That's just like common courtesy and respect. Like, I don't understand how you're like trying to be with somebody or you're trying to make this long term or it is long term. And you feel like that's just something you don't have to do. Like, how do you think I'm going to trust you and stay in this? Like, I don't get it. So like those two lines, I said she get it. She has been in therapy. Okay, because I felt that.
1: And again, and then you definitely check out this Apple Music interview because she talks about all this stuff. Um, okay,
0: I, she... I, I, I watched a few things from her. Oh, I loved, um, not the 73 questions Vogue one, but where she talked about, I mean, unrelated, but she is a tourist queen, so she talked mm-hmm. about food. Um, <laughs> so she tried out different food. And I think really for me too, that, me, that really opened up her personality to me mm-hmm. more because she's very like, I don't want to use the word recluse but she's very private and so she just pops out when she needs to and she goes Mm -hmm, back home mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so like sometimes if I'm not like there's not like a lot of press or interviews to watch to like constantly keep up with her like so when she does come back out like press time it kind of refreshes my memory for me so anyway that was just like really interesting because I think it showed a lot about like her culture her being British because like I was saying I think in her lyrics she's often very straightforward but I feel like Brits in general are very straightforward and cut and dry, mm-hmm. as well as like she's humorous. So I think that really like showed and how she like approaches things and how she processes like, like even if she is like I'm I'm feeling alone and like I don't really often feel alone and those types of things, but she's very much like, hey, this is a part of diver- divorce. This is a part of you know separation and okay like you know what I mean Mm -hmm, like to be mm -hmm. able to have that healthy um perspective about it and I think just in the way that she was telling stories and communicating like it showed how like her communication was so strong that it showed how she um processes things and how she is able to process things healthfully
1: right yeah definitely um and she talks about how therapy um, helped her to be able to make those um, connections, and she talks about how she, when she's like the first time she she made the connection, she's like, "Wow, like I've grown as a human being." And like when you are trying to grow, when you are trying to be a better person, and you make those realizations, it's like uh, it's all worth it in the very in the end. Like it's hard work, but it's worth it for sure. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with all those statements that you made you mentioned that you don't feel she's she's often in the press and she you know she takes a step back and she also talks about that again in the interview um because the interviewer asks us ask her like hey um he's like he's like i didn't know if 30 would happen he was like i thought maybe 25 not necessarily would be it but he was just like who did I didn't know when you'd come back like and she's like because I'm not so commercial I mean she's commercial but she's not commercial in the sense that she's doing something 24 7 like we yeah don't,
0: I just think she's successful
1: yeah she puts an album out she's that's just what happened very Beyonce she puts something yeah. out and then she disappears for and you
0: know, Jasmine like, Sullivan all yeah, of her like all the, like, like
1: really and I think a lot of great artists do that they put yeah them, I think and, and that's why them. they're great and they let it just do its thing you know they do mm-hmm. the little press tour little couple interviews here and there with the people that they trust and then they're like deuces um yeah. and so she talks about how like she's like you know when I do I, she's like I love music so it hasn't become um it hasn't yet felt like it was transactional when I'm doing it. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing it just for it to be, you know, a moneymaker, a cash grab. She's like, "I, I do it because it still speaks to me. And when I need to, when I put a piece of work out, I put it out, I let it do its thing. And then I take a step back. Like, I don't feel like I have to keep on pushing it. You know, I don't, and that's not to say that she doesn't push her music, but it's not, she's not over she doesn't want to over- let
0: it yeah and she's letting the art speak mm. for itself and letting yeah. people come to it rather than she like pushing it everywhere and like you Absolutely. turn around and you see Adele's profile and you're like okay girl like it's everywhere you know okay, yeah. um so yeah and i think that's also evidence in like the performance that she does and again, how she speaks about the things like she said, the Oprah, the big Oprah concert that she did. And she said, that was the first time my son saw me perform in person, even Uh, that one to make me cry. I'm like, (laughs) so she said that was just so special um, for her. And I just, and she has a Vegas residency right now. So I just like really feel like she'll just, even if this is her last album or what have you, Mm -hmm. she's going to be able to, you know, tour and live off of Adele's greatest hits. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) she'll be she'll be fine
1: she'll be be alright so I'm debating if I want to be messy or not but you know every time Adele releases something Twitter goes up in a firestorm okay and they like to compare to the the greatest um of all yeah yeah so right now they compare the two yeah and I'm like why because I don't even think they're in the same
0: I don't think they're similar
1: at all but it's only about the vocal ability um and I'm not I'm not trying to I say friends exactly i'm not <laughs> but, but what i am happy about is that she released this album because usually when dell releases an album beyonce is not too far behind so oh, out, okay <laughs> that's what that's what i'm excited for when it comes Ooh,
0: to Adele, good, point, good point point, and like, she and beyonce has been telling us she's in the studio too
1: yeah and miss tina just dropped some information too so i'm like yes. what's she say she said just oh you'll just have to wait and see i was like okay that's all i need
0: to well, know i've never even like tracked that they, they re- release around the same time
1: yeah usually around the same time um Ooh. trying to talk about who has the better vocals and i'm just like y'all they are they don't even sing the same
0: you're gonna say they were giving the yabba treatment that's what i did want to bring up that um mm. funny enough that uh which song was it oh, my God, reminded me oh. so much of Yeba. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, no, I thought you were going to say that how people give her the Yeba treatment. Like, some people are like, you know how, like, they treat the white women oh, now. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. oh, she just... White House. Me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like,
0: they were giving that to Yeba, and I was really surprised that people felt that way. What really clicks for me with her, I do really like the... Um, choices that she makes with her voices. Like I said, especially with her 19 and 21, really 19 was it for me. I mm-hmm, was obsessed yeah. with that album, but I think what works so well for her is like her songwriting. I do mm-hmm. find that her songwriting is legendary. Yeah. And like, if you look at her whole discography, yeah. a, a lot of things that she says, like even like specific lyrics, you're going to remember that and they stand out to you. Yeah. Um. And so I think she has such strong, Um, songwriting that that is very historical and to be applauded in my opinion but then to pair it with her voice I think that's what makes her so successful but I think the most memorable part about her to me is the songwriting but I do like that she has like kind of that smoky rasp I do really like that about her voice but to me it's really like the songwriting I think that's what Matters a lot with artists, in my opinion. <laughs> Especially because, like, I don't know, not everybody writes for themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I don't know, because like Whitney, Whitney Houston did not write, did she? No, she did not. Yeah. So, but she could just sing.
1: Yeah, she could just sing. <laughs>
0: So I think there's just levels, like you're saying, it's really hard to compare artists when there's different, I just think there's just too many, like, components that come into talent. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, Beyonce dances and Adele doesn't. So already, yeah. it's just not a good It's comparison. not comparable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's just different levels as to, I for me, what makes an artist stand out and what's mm-hmm. special about them mm-hmm. for
1: me. Yeah, definitely. Um, we actually usually do this during the beginning beginning of the se- segment. But do you like you mentioned that nineteen was like it for you mm-hmm. um, in terms of Adele? Like, do you remember like your first interaction or like when you first found out about Adele? Like. Right, the-
0: right. You know, I did listen to her back then. I don't know how I came across her. Yeah. I really don't. I don't know if it was because because honestly, Corinne Bailey Ray and John Legend were like the first artists like I incessantly listened to and became mm-hmm. obsessed with. Um, and so I don't know if it was just in like youtubing old days youtubing like yeah, David yeah, yeah. Day and like you know adele popped up and that type of thing yeah. i don't know yeah. how it happened but i just remember um i came across her and i would watch her <laughs> music videos i don't even know if you've seen the videos but chasing pavements oh yeah she's, you know, she's like walking on the sidewalk mm-hmm. i just vividly remember that on our little desk computer um and Hometown Glory and yep, I just and remember um, I was like oh my god and you know I was a very dramatic kid so I swore I was going through stuff I mean I was <laughs> let me not front I'm, <laughs> life was heavy but like <laughs> I would really take stuff to heart. Mm-hmm. And so like her her lyrics, I was like, oh, I feel this. Like
1: incredible.
0: I had like an emo stage without like the emo music. It was just with these deep, yeah. way too mature for me singers, you know? Yeah. How about you?
1: Um I don't I was somewhere in Easton in a store and Chasing Pavement came on and I heard it and it was those early YouTube days so I had to put it in I was like oh I gotta look this up like let me remember a a chorus line lyric so I, I was supposed to go home and YouTube but I forgot but then in those days VH1 and MTV they still like showed music in the morning when you would get ready for like so when I would get ready for school sometimes I would put it on And so I put it on, and the song was on. I was like, oh, this is the song I was supposed to YouTube. And I found out who it was. I was like, oh, Adele, that's her name. Um, So, yeah, that was, like, my introduction to her. And then I, like, became a fan. Um, You mentioned 19 is your album. I actually am a stan of 21. It's my favorite Adele album. Um, Favorite Adele song, actually, is He Won't Go. I love that song. I think that's a... Oh, you know that
0: used to be my song. I I I I love that song.
1: Um, but yeah, I, 21 will forever be the Adele record that I go to if I want to. That's, to a,
0: that's a really good album as mm-hmm. well, definitely. She had a lot of hits off of that album,
1: yes, for sure. A Turning lot. Tables, like
0: that Fire to the Rain, Rolling in the Deep,
1: everything, uh, Someone
0: yeah. Like You. She, like, half mm-hmm. that album was like yes, hits, so good, her. so
1: good for sure. Yeah. But anyways, we definitely recommend this album. If you have not heard it, check it out. I recommend the um, Apple Music interview that I, it's about, an, it's about 45 minutes long. um, Very informative. I just like learning, like, the artist's perspective of an album and, like, what gave them inspiration, especially on an album like this that's so heavily involved. and in, And we get to kind of see, like, back, behind-the-scenes works, like, intertwined within the album um so like to see like where all that stuff came from and then this is just like i mean there is some some heavy themes in there so it's also good to know like what they were going through, that they felt the need to, or they felt the desire, I should say, to put it in their music. Um, So it's a very informative uh, interview. So definitely check it out. It's on YouTube. You can just look up Adele Interview, and it's by Apple Music. It'll probably be the first thing that you see. But anyways, do you have any final thoughts?
0: No, you wrapped it up so good.
1: Alrighty. Well, until then, we hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye.
0: Follow us on Instagram at Run That Back Podcast. We share our current faves, preview our next episode, and post many episodes about our entertainment interests. While you're at it, leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts.